Let's get intimate, baby. Raw Fusion. Welcome to the King B's Raw Fusion Podcast. It's been a long time. Uh, I should have left you. Without a strong show to flip to Now think of how many weeks shows you slept through uh, Time's up, I'm about to bless you with another season Another reason To cut on the TV and start the cheesing To get up on the phone and go call your friends And let them know the King B's Raw Fusion begins to sit on back and enjoy yourself I'll be your company, baby If you need a little help I took off for a while to revise the plan Got my focus on So I can check out the scam And open up my team Eliminate the fake And went and got me a beat from Bobby Drake And now I'm back And it's better than you ever saw But enough talk Let's get raw A typical night at the club Let's get raw You don't want to fall in love Let's get raw And got the fusion in your blood Let's get raw Into my ladies and my thugs Let's get raw And to the haters on the scene Let's get raw Don't be mad cause we got green Let's get raw You should be trying to make the team Let's get raw Cause we taking everything Let's get raw. Raw Fusion. Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? King B right here, and this is King B's Raw Fusion. Welcome. How you feeling? Are you doing good? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm looking at these numbers, and whoa, these intimate friends numbers. Whoa. So recently, um, actually about uh, maybe a month ago, we dropped on streaming the movie King B's Intimate Friends. It's on Tubi in the U.S. and Plex, the rest of the world. You can see it for free. It's streaming right now. Just, you know, search King B's Intimate Friends or probably Intimate Friends. I know on Tubi, if you type in Intimate Friends, it'll come up. I so appreciate you guys checking out our film. Here's the thing. I want to give you guys a little more insight into the film and how it all went down. So we have a really great show planned for you today. We're going to bring in a couple of the co-stars uh, from the film, and we're going to introduce a new segment, new segment alert. Yes, it's called Ask King B. If you guys have some kind of question that you want to ask me, email me, King B's Raw Fusion. Put the S on there. So K-I-N-G-B-S-R-A-W-F-U-S-I-O-N at gmail.com. Be sure to include, like, you know, your name um, if you want to be shouted out, because we will do that, right? Uh, of course, not your address. <laughs> you know, what city, what country you're emailing from. We can get to your question. Again, that's KingBees, RawFusion, at gmail.com. All right, so let's get to it. Let's do it. The first one. Yeah, this is Ask King B. Let's go. All right, well, here we go. The first time that we're doing this segment, this is from Lisa Tracy out of Chicago, Illinois, USA. We're going to get to hers because she had uh, a few of them that were uh, pretty good. So the first one from Lisa Tracy, Chicago, Illinois. First one, was this a true story? This is uh, in regards to intimate friends. Uh, again, streaming now to be was this a true story it was as with most of my films there are some actual elements from real life 
I think it's in, you could say it's inspired by a true story. Next question. What inspired you to write the story about Eric and Brianna? Well, here's the thing. And that kind of piggy banks off of the last question. There is in the middle of, well, I think it's about the middle mark of, uh, of Intimate Friends. There's a conversation. It's actually a chapter. It's called The Conversation. I don't want to give it away, but there's a conversation in the middle. Let's put it like that. And it's called The Conversation. It's a chapter uh, in there. That conversation, it actually happened. It was, now of course, it wasn't verbatim. It's been abridged and abbreviated. The basis of that conversation basically happened. And the question became, and I think that, you know, a lot of times in film, uh, it's about a question. What if a mob hitman got hit by his own organization? What does that look like, right? What are the circumstances in which that uh, may come about? And that kind of was the basis for Roost. And so to me, that's where it, it kind of starts at the question. Now, what if these two got together? What would that look like? And so that was the that that conversation was uh, what inspired me to uh, write that story. One more question. Did filming take place in Chicago? Yes, it was it was uh, shot here in Chicago, mostly Chicago. Some of it was shot in the suburbs. Cal City, I think, was one suburb that we actually shot in. And, uh, oh, downtown, too. Uh, some of the opening scenes are from downtown. That beginning where there is uh, poetry, you hear my character saying a poem in the beginning, that's telling a story. Also, the beginning, the, the sequence uh, where the titles began, that's telling a story as well. Uh, the story is uh, Eric going from downtown assuming that his workplace is downtown and him traveling to Brianna's house. And it ends there. So you don't see Eric, but you see the surrounding things. You, you start off downtown Chicago, you take the train and then you end up on the South side at Brianna's house. Opening sequence, you see uh, different things from the room that actually follows a path of a very key scene. You know, it's, 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 Interesting. We have to do one of these, and I think uh, we'll start putting that in the um, in the exclusive content. And we're probably going to drop that down to a buck. But um, when I do the exclusive content, uh, I, I plan on I plan on. Hopefully, it gets done. <laughs> we got a lot of things going. We still have to do uh, Roost the sequel uh, and put that out on streaming and and Roost the book, uh, the novel coming soon. Uh, so I'm working on that to extend the story of uh, Roost and tell more of it uh, before we decide uh, whether we're gonna be doing another Roost movie or not. Here's the thing, there is a scene at the end of the chapter of Brianna's party. There's something that happens at the end of that chapter. And there's a root that's taken the beginning follows that route. So I'm just not looking, it's not, it's just not things that, uh, you know, were cool in the house. And the, 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 the house uh, was cool. Shout out to Kev D and, uh, and his father for inviting us to shoot. Well, I kind of asked and 
they said yes, um, uh, to shoot at, 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 at his home, at his father's home. So there were a lot of great things in that house, but it wasn't just let me take pictures of the cool things that's in the house. It follows that route that corresponds with the activity that happens at the end of the chapter of Brianna's party. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa Tracy, for your questions. And if you would like to ask me some questions, I, I don't want to talk about myself in the third party. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but if you would like to ask me some questions uh, for our Ask King B segment, King B's Raw Fusion at gmail.com. That's King B's Raw Fusion at gmail.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And we're going to be back. We've got some special guests in the house from the movie King B's Intimate Friends. This is Raw Fusion, and we'll be back right after this. I am alone as I stand to my feet. My heart pumps not once but twice within the same beat. I just have to like a variety of partners. I'm not about to go to some funky club to get on some funky dance floor to dance with some funky man. I never used to think about Give me one good reason why we shouldn't enjoy each other sexually. The Corona friendship? I don't think so. It, it doesn't feel right. Eric, I know what you do with these women. That has nothing to do with that it. That has everything to do with this. The lines have been drawn. The question is, in the end, should I or should I not get intimate with my close friends? Shave. I already had a shave. Watch King B's Intimate Friends streaming now for free on Tubi. Outside of the US, then watch King B's Intimate Friends for free on Plex. Hey, it's King B, and if you want to find an easy way to keep up with me, you can go to my website, kingbworldwide.com. That's King, the letter B, worldwide.com. There you can find links to my books, the movies, the podcasts, and so much more. That's kingbworldwide.com. See you there. Raw Fusion. And we have one of the co-stars of King B's Intimate Friends right here. She plays uh, Gloria on uh, in Intimate Friends. I had the distinction of starting her career in television and film. Yes. Um, and uh, then she went on and did some stuff on VH1 and uh, she was an accomplished model before then but then you know I scooped her up and uh, you know first one to make her a star uh, it's Jay Marie ladies and gentlemen what's up hey 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 how is everyone doing thank you sir yes you scooped me up you are right yes you did <laughs> <laughs> you gave me my, my big break the big break, the big break. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I we met at a party uh, when I had my TV show on on uh, Channel Eleven, yes. PBS, WTTW, and we started a friendship from there. Just talking and you know getting to know each other, shooting the shit, all of that. And then I ended up putting you on Raw Fusion briefly mm -hmm. for one of those seasons, and then we ended up doing Intimate Friends. We started out. I had someone, and that someone pulled a move. And uh, <laughs> during during uh, one of the shoots, and and uh, which which got her um, 
uh, <laughs> excommunicated from the set. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, I, I tell actors, don't piss off a director that's also the writer. No, no. Yes, that is a big no-no. I know, right? And it's funny, I sat in my car, and I think I was smoking a black and mild, and I had intentions on moving forward because I didn't want to reshoot anything. And then I just thought, well, what if, what if I was gonna get rid of her? Hmm, how would I do that? And that sparked the whole thing, and we were able to not have to do any reshoots, and actually added maybe a couple of lines, and then I switched everything over to Gloria, who became a new character. And then, uh, you know, since we were friends, I just gave you a call, said, hey, come do this do this movie. And you're like, yeah. yeah. And now we're here. <laughs> I know, and now we're here. And you know what? Everything happens for a reason. So it works out well. It does. I think it enhanced the story, actually. Yes. And uh, uh, people are responding. It's on Tubi right now. Uh, for those who are listening outside the U.S., and I should have been on it, um, but you can, uh, I didn't know that the Tubi is, uh, since it's owned by Fox, I thought it was more global, but Tubi is basically like the largest free streaming platform in the US, but it seems as if it's basically the US. So uh, for those who are listening from outside the US, you can also see the films on Plex, which is another free streaming platform um, that you can watch it on. So if you're outside of the U.S., you can uh, watch it on Plex. Uh, if you're inside the U.S., you can still watch it on Plex, but preferably watch it on Tubi. And uh, it's pretty good. How you doing? I am wonderful. I am busy being a mommy, which is so crazy because I never saw this life for me. <laughs> Yeah, I know. But it's also, I know, <laughs> it's nuts, but I am doing very well. That's good. That's good. What was your thought process when I called you and told you that, you know, I want you to come do this this movie? What were you thinking? Well, you know what? Honestly, initially, it was always kind of nerve wracking, um, only because I've always seen myself getting into the entertainment world in, in other areas. I was al already modeling. Um, I was a brand ambassador for Miller and some other um, big name spirit companies. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that was like my next step, but I was not anticipating on starting so soon um, mm -hmm. because, you know, it was for that for that time, it was still kind of, of a late start for me, but I still had ideas about everything that I wanted to do. And in my mind, you're never too old for what God has for you. You know, what is for you will be for you regardless of your age. But you know, as well as I do, entertainment world, they try to put a stamp on you, <laughs> you know, when you're expired. Yeah. So it was a little nerve wracking, but I trusted you. I trusted the process. Um, we were really great friends. And so I knew that only good could f come from it. So I was like, why not? You know, and then it wasn't, it was a, a big enough role for me, but it wasn't too large where I felt overwhelmed. Like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. You know, I knew it was something that I would be able to handle. So Started off nervous, but you know, you you helped ease me out and make me feel better, so I got comfortable, and it was all good from there. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, I mean, <laughs> I do have that. I do have that comforting quality. You, uh, you do. <laughs> even though I'm an asshole. Um, <laughs> I mean, I listen. You try to I, be now for all of those out there. He's fronting. He's really a big soft teddy bear, but you no, have I'm to not. get to that side. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm absolutely not. I'm a complete <laughs> asshole, and I love it. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so it, it, it's interesting because we actually met up one day, and uh, you showed me some of the, the photos, um, the, the pictures that you were taking. Um, mm-hmm. And we kind of went over that sort of thing. I think at that time, um, I was telling you, you should get into acting because that modeling shit does really have a shelf life. People don't understand yeah. that most models get into it about 14, 15. Um, mm-hmm. And we can talk about whether that's appropriate uh, <laughs> on a later conversation. Um, I, right. I tend to think it, you know, I did, I actually man, managed one model. She was a dancer, a rapper, um, all that stuff when she was 15. Uh, but I tried to keep it more age appropriate. You know, some of these things that they do with 15 year olds is, is weird. Um, but yeah, that's the industry. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But getting into it in your, you know, when you're 18, 20, it, you are kind of like five years behind a lot of these models in the industry. And so I was like, yo, this has a shelf life, but you can act when you're 102. So right. you should you should get into that. And we had that conversation. I remember having that conversation. I forgot what, uh, somewhere in Hyde Park, we were uh, having coffee or something like that. And, you know, we were looking at uh, the pictures you were taking. This was before I became a photographer, of which you later came and shot with me. I was about to say, yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, that was good. I was I was very behind the scenes uh, supportive, and then and then just you know decided, hey, uh, why don't you come on and do this? And then you ended up doing Hate Love as well. Um, and yes. then looking over those films, both of those films, it, the the performances, I like to see when an actor is in similar roles, but give very different performances, and. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what I saw from you and Gloria and then what I saw in subsequent role uh, with Hate Love, um, it, it was very different. It was different. It was. Um, I felt like there was growth there. Um, I love both films. And um, <clears throat> I was very honored to for you to even, you know, present them for me because, of course, you could have went with someone more seasoned or had more experience and just for you to allow me to have that chance and to get in and get a feel for it and learn uh, was an awesome and an incredible opportunity. So I greatly appreciate that. And yeah, I, I definitely feel like there was definitely a difference between the two. And it, it really helped me uh, with my career doing both of those films. So now she finally admits it, you know, uh, we've been going back and forth because uh, she never wants to give me my credit, and and she's really front. She's you just know. doing this shit because you know this is in front you of people. Uh, uh, yeah. But in private, she's always nah, you ain't do shit. Um, and you know that's just you know what what she does. Uh, but we're we're we, you know that's what happens when friends get together. You you know you, you, you it's not the enemies you got to watch out for. It's these people that that's your friends. I know, you know. Right up yeah. under your noses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right up under your noses with all those uh, yeah. juices and berries 
and 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 shit when she's flipping her her uh, hair and all that kind of shit. Uh, it's very interesting, but that's that makes um, that makes three times that uh, we worked together once on the TV show, uh, and then yeah. in two of the five movies I've done. Do I'm ready s- for more. You're ready for more. <laughs> I am ready for more. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They say that shit until <laughs> you give them the role, and it's like, uh, hey. Uh, I was just having this conversation. You know, real talk, it's been such a huge transition for me from how I would typically live my life and then becoming a mom because um, I took it and I did a complete 180. Like, I didn't think I was. I was the, while I was pregnant, it was like, okay, I'm going to have this baby and I'm going to get back in the gym and do this, do that. And the third and, uh, live, you know, do everything I was doing before. But then when she got here, I was so paranoid over about her, who to trust her with and what to do. And it was just a a whole new life for me that I completely, I took a, a, a nice, a long break, a really long break, just to um, experience this new life as a mother. But at some point too, you're like, oh my goodness, I'm losing me. And I've had some conversations with some really good friends of mine and they're like, you know what? It's not too late. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, I need that. And I need to get back to doing what makes me happy and what I love and what I love to do. And so, which is entertainment, which is acting and being in front of the camera. And so uh, what's funny is I feel like my kid is following those same footsteps. She's such a little entertainer. It is so nuts. And um, I have so many videos and films that I have done with her where I'm like, okay, this kid is funny. And she takes after her mama. So. <laughs> looks at all looks was, at all so i think she gonna be good but i am ready i, I am mean, ready i'm ready to get back to me just having one of you is enough um i don't know that we can <laughs> oh, oh, we can handle oh. uh, i know it actually one. i don't know either but we, we can work it out we can work it out uh, okay i hear you talking <laughs> <laughs> just having to deal with you is enough. I'm just, I'm just being one hundred. Um, no, actually, um, Ooh, that's okay. I, mean, I still love you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. Yeah, mm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I hear you talking. Uh, yeah, I hear you talking. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can uh, check both of us out um, on uh, King B's intimate friends. Um, dope dope movie doing very well right now on Tubi and again on Plex um, you can check it out there as well if you're outside the US uh, this is Jay Marie and I uh, appreciate you for being here uh, I appreciate lot. you having me I, it means a lot and I truly do love you and you know I, I wish you nothing but the best No, oh, that's sweet you alright <laughs> this is Raw Fusion. We'll be right back. Raw Fusion.
Revolution. What's up everybody, it's King B, and I wanna tell you about my website, kingbworldwide.com. That's King, the letter B, worldwide.com. There you can find all sorts of stuff, including links to my book, the movies, and even the podcast there as well. It's kingbworldwide.com. See you there. Here I am all alone as I stand to my feet. My heart pumps not once but twice within the same beat. I just have to like a variety of partners. I'm not about to go to some funky club to get on some funky dance floor to dance with some funky man. I never used to think about it. Just give me one good reason why we shouldn't enjoy each other's actually. It can ruin our friendship. I don't think so. It, it doesn't feel right. Eric, I know what you do with these women. That has nothing to do with that it. That has everything to do with this. The lines have been drawn. The question is, in the end, should I or should I not get intimate with my close friend? I'm going to shave you. I already had a shave. Not where I'm going to shave. Oh, no. Watch King B's Intimate Friends streaming now for free on Tubi. Outside of the U.S., then watch King B's Intimate Friends for free on Plex. Raw Fusion. And we're back. And in the house right now, we have the co-star of uh, King B's Intimate Friends right here, Laren Beckton. What's up, Laren? What's going on, King? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good. So it is very interesting how we actually met and how Laren got the role. We were looking for someone for this particular thing. This project actually was about a year in the making. We started it previously and casted everybody else. And we had actually several different people that came in for the role of Brianna Actually, it was really interesting how we did the casting process. Everyone read the same thing. And through their read is how I chose them for the different parts, except for Jay Marie. Jay Marie came in mid-shoot. Everyone else um, basically read for the part of Brianna. We had someone in that position, and decide, I decided that... Uh, yeah, she was kind of, uh, how do you say it? Flaky. Yeah, that was it. Mm. Um, and so uh, I kept looking. Ended up going to Sam's Club, of all places. Uh, at the time, that's where <laughs> I used to go get my food in bulk um, and, and did my shopping there. Um, it's a funny connection. Also, at Sam's Club, I ran into Herb Kent again after we had had him on uh, on my show, Raw Fusion, when we were on oh. PBS. And he was saying that uh, he had watched the show, liked it, and liked how we mixed the interview that we had with him in with the, with the show, with the uh, soap opera Temptations. He said, if you ever have anything he could act in, let him know, and gave me his information. And so for this one, we decided, uh, I decided, yeah, come on, let's do this movie. And that's why he showed up. So Sam's Club, shout out to Sam's Club. Uh, there's a lot nice. went on in that damn same one, same Sam's Club. But wow. I went to the pharmacy for whatever reason. I don't even know because I don't. I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> on medication then. It was, uh, <laughs> so I don't know why the hell 
I was over at the Sam's Club. Was there something else that you, anyway. Uh, so Laren was the pharmacist over at Sam's Club. And uh, we would spark up conversations and talk. I don't know what, think if, I, if I'm not mistaken, you were not over there if the first time I met you. I think you might've been mm. in, in line or something, maybe on break and was getting something maybe to eat or something like that. And I met you on the floor. And then you said that mm. you were a pharmacist. And then, you know, after sparking up a conversation a few times, well, a conversation the next time I probably came over and said, what's up? So it's interesting how that actually happened. Don't go looking for her mm -hmm. at Sam's Club. She doesn't work there anymore. But, um, <laughs> cause you know how some of these people will be, oh, she was at Sam's, she works at Sam's Club. Let me go over there. It, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a lude point at this point. Um, but, right. um, uh, yeah, and we just would talk all the time. And then I was talking about the movie, asked if you had done any acting or was interested in it, or probably modeling too, because you're kind of tall. And um, from there, we, you know, exchanged numbers, had some cool talks. The funniest thing was our talks that we would have on the phone reminded me of Eric and Brianna conversations. Uh, or at least in my mm. head, it, it really seemed like conversations that those two characters would have. So then I invited you to audition and you got the role. So what was your first thoughts when, when reading the script? You know, reading the script, it was interesting because when you think of the relationships that you have with men that are not your significant other or not men that you engage with on that level, the conversations that you had in your script were very similar to the conversations that you would have with um, a male friend or a male that you are strictly platonic with. So uh, I thought that was really interesting. And I thought that you had spent some time really thinking about the character for Brianna and the conversations that she would have. But it was interesting. It was, and I was really shocked when I got the call to to play her character because realizing she was a main character and I hadn't done any acting. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was interesting. It was really interesting, but I, I thought it was a good script from the jump. Shout out to my directing skills, even, um, being as though, um, that was my first movie. I know we released them in a different order, but shout out to my directing skills for not only being able to see talent, but, uh, Pull out a great performance, but no, I digress. Um, but no, seriously, I was surprised after watching the film again from a different lens. When I tried to watch films, even though I know what's going on, even though I had a, a hand in the creation of the film, um, I tried to look at it. It's weird, the mind tricks that I that I play. Um, as if I was a first time a first time viewer of the film and try to get in the seat of viewers. It was interesting to me to see the portrayal that you gave. Actually, it's a, a really good portrayal, especially for someone who's never done any acting before and to come in and, and literally, I believe, in every scene it's either you or I in the scene mm -hmm. uh, throughout the entire right. film. Um, so right. that was something that I later decided, yeah, not gonna do that. <laughs> and it's because um, I had to be the director and the actor a lot um, 
So if you look at right. the other films, um, there are several scenes where I'm not in them. And I remember that was that was the one thing I was overly impressed with you um, doing this film with you is because you did play so many hats. You ran so many hats throughout this entire production. Like you said, you were the director, the actor, the cameraman, the lighting guy, um, the wardrobe person. Uh, so it was tough. That had to be really, really tough. And, you know, I know when it's your business and your production, you kind of do what you need to do at that point. Um, but it was impressive. It was really impressive. Thank you. That's why I try to, especially with Raw Fusion, try to give people examples of no excuses. I, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, and I call myself an asshole, and I kind of am, because that's the way it is in this business. If you're not going to do it, mm-hmm. someone else will do it. And so you better get your spot and make it happen. And as an entrepreneur, right. it's kind of hard. It's very hard to be to get a business off the ground. And sometimes you are wearing right. those hats, but you there are no excuses. Uh, get out there, right. get into it, make it happen. And you can do it. So thank you uh, for saying that because a lot of people don't know. In every film that's out now, if you don't see me in that <laughs> shot, forget about the right. scene. <laughs> right. I may still be in You're the same scene. I am I have the right. camera in my hand uh or I'm behind <laughs> the camera on the you know sticks even if I'm in the same scene but that angle where I'm not in that shot then right. I'm most likely have the camera uh in my hand or or I'm behind the camera on the on the stick so Right. And sometimes depending on because when you think about it you're not on a particular set you are in someone's home or you know wherever you are you have to create your angles and you have to create your shot right so um not easy yeah it looks easy but it's not no and then you got to produce the thing uh kev d and his father (laughs) they gave us the green light for your uh brianna's house so we were in there a lot (laughs) quite a bit (laughs) we were in there a lot and it's very intrusive in the bathroom in the bedroom yeah (laughs) yeah and there's some secrets about that uh but i won't divulge but i mean you know and just being able to put sometimes you take one house and you make two um or you take one place and you make another place out of the other place and this place goes with that place and it's all depending on the schedule not necessarily yes. the place, right? True. So Very true. Yeah. We did some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> and through the magic of um camera work uh or editing, yeah. uh we, we seemed it together. together. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing I would say, um, for me, I just thought when you look at the personas of the other characters in the movie, like we all really gelled really well, I thought. Even offset, on set, you know, there was a really good chemistry when a camera wasn't rolling. We were laughing and you know, joking. It wasn't like any negative energy. You know, sometimes you go to certain places and there's negative energy for whatever reason. But, you know, we didn't know each other from Adam and it was just a really good chemistry with everybody on set. So I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I think that's important. And um, even though that was my first, my directorial debut as a filmmaker, it was not my directorial debut with dealing with actors. We had done a soap opera 
temptations mm-hmm. before then. So mm-hmm. I had that under my belt, right? And right. that's like, shit. I think we did like 14 episodes or so, and they're mm-hmm. all at least a half hour or more um, long. So, and then the show Raw Fusion had been on television as well. So, and actually mm-hmm. I had made it to PBS by that time. So I had some experience in doing that. Uh, and I think at that point we had done at least 50 shows of Raw Fusion. So, um, you know, I was used to it, although it's insanity. I was kind (laughs) of used to that insanity without actually knowing it was really insanity. It's just something I wanted to do and and making it happen. Just turned it on. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. Since then, you have become a bodybuilder, which is shocking as hell. What, 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 what What is your passion for bodybuilding? Oh, that is a really good question. I'll tell you even how that started. So I've always been into fitness. Even when I met you, I was always into fitness. And uh, that has been my passion for a while. And I knew absolutely nothing about bodybuilding. Like the only imagery I had of female bodybuilders were the bulky, boxy, um, manly type of female bodybuilders that you would see on the magazine covers no of tits. certain magazines. Or fake tits. Um, yeah. yeah. It, right, exactly. And that was something that I never even would begin to consider, except for, I want to say about two years ago, there was a young lady. Um, well, she's not young. She's Well, she's in her mid-50s, and she was a competitor. And her body was just amazing to me. Um, and she introduced me to the bikini category of female bodybuilding. And so when she showed me pictures and posing, and I was like, oh, okay, I can do that. And that actually looked really good to me, mm-hmm. right? So I said, okay. Um, it was supposed to be a bucket list item. Right. It was just supposed to be something that I was going to do just to say that I did it. I was going to do my very first show and just that was going to be the end of it. Like, honestly, I had said that out loud so many times because I don't know if most people know when you are prepping to go on stage, there's a lot that's involved with that. There's an entire focus that goes into that that um, could be a little arduous. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> but um, I went pro my very first show. And what that means is that I got my pro card, my very first show. And so from every other, every show that I did since then, what that means is that I would actually get paid to compete. Mm. And I said, well, that kind of changes things. Mm. Right. So I said, well, can't give it up now. Can't walk away from it now because I was already doing majority of the things bodybuilders do. So um, I tell women all the time, all of us are athletes. If you get up and you get to the gym and you're consistent and you push through whatever it is you have to push through and you overcome whatever you're going through and you get to your goals and you set new goals, you know, it's all of us are athletes. And, um, you know, so I said I was already doing it. And I said it would be pretty cool to actually get paid for what I'm already doing. Now, the dieting is not something bodybuilders do on a consistent basis when we're not prepping to get on stage. Now, we don't 
majority of us eat clean because that's just kind of our lifestyle in general, even off season. But when you have, you have a very specific diet when you're preparing to get on stage, that part we don't do until we're about 12 weeks, 16 weeks out. Um, outside of that, I'm already doing, you know, every other aspect of bodybuilding. Um, I'm constantly setting new goals for myself and constantly, you know, rediscovering my body. And that's typically what, what we do. Right. So, so yeah, this is along with pharmacy and real estate and bodybuilding. It's just, you know, my, my other avenue of professionalism. That's interesting um, that you are not uh, doing any more acting as well as a performer. Why did you decide to not continue down the the acting road? You know what? Uh, opportunity. You know, when you think about the things that you do in Life King, it's really about what's in front of you and what's placed in front of you. Mm-hmm. And as far as, um, like I said, is I had a great time being on set with you and the crew. Um, really good time. It was an awesome learning experience for me. Um, there was a lot of time involved with that. Um, but in terms of just having the sheer opportunity to do that again, it never presented itself. Mm. And, um, and, I, and honestly, I never thought about it after that. Like that was one of the things that we did that we all did together um, for the production. And it was like, okay, all right, that's done. (laughs) I think we all, um, you know, just kind of went in our separate ways and did our, did our different things. Uh, I know Sherrod ended up uh, doing talk shows and some acting and things like that. Um, And he played Michael's character. But uh, as far as anyone else, I don't know. But, you know, for me, it just it never really presented itself again. Rico, we put him in um, and you guys can see it at KingBWorldwide.com. This thing, uh, he did some other projects as well, but we put him in there. So you'll see him when we did uh, the setup with Crucial Conflict. And Mm then uh, let's see. I don't know about anybody else as far as uh, going on to do some other things, but you know it's very time intensive, it's very labor intensive, and people think that it's a easy, fun thing to do, and it is. And even though mm-hmm. I say I'm an asshole, which I kind of am, uh, when it comes to this, um, it's you know people have fun. We have fun. It's not a movie that we don't have fun, and that's that. And at the end of the right. day, we've done a movie. Like it's more like a you know like we're kicking it. And um, mm-hmm. and and uh, and then at the end of the day, we've actually shot a movie, and that's the reason why I can get just about anybody I want back, and people want to work with me um, because you know people talk in different circles and things of that nature, and it's a really cool thing. I just am very stickler about certain things because I want to get it right, and mm-hmm. that is also something that people enjoy because I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not going to say you did a good job when you didn't. Um, in fact, I'm going to do the opposite and say that was shit. And we need to figure out how we can get it better. Because at the same time, you're putting your image in my hands. And so if right. I don't take that seriously and you look like a fucking buffoon, then, you know, that's I think that's worse than me, you know, worried about your feelings on the set and saying, oh, that's great. And then and it sucks. Right. I don't right. believe there's anybody that can say that you didn't give a great performance in that in that in that role. Right. 
Thank you. Now, I don't know how we could stretch you. Um, I don't know how far that would work, like a completely different character from you. But for a character that I truly do believe that, um, I mean, there's just some nuances that in acting, uh, especially when you're not speaking. You know, a lot of people can act while they're speaking. But what I like to look at uh, when I dissect movies are the reactions when they're not speaking. What do they look like when they're not speaking? Um, from action to cut, you need to be in character. And so just some of the reaction shots, I thought were fucking brilliant the way you handled that, especially being a first time actor. And so, Thank you. yeah, it was, Thank it was a really you. good and job. And I say the beauty about this as far as, and I've never been a director, so, but I would say, you know, going back to your earlier point, when you say I want to put a particular product out here, not only for yourself and your business, but for the actual actor or the actress themselves. That's really, really key. And the beauty about that is that your, your taste changes over time. It develops over time. So what you thought, you know, was good since you started doing this, um, has changed since you have gotten to this point now. Right. Um, and that's the beauty of production, I think is that watching a director or watching a producer grow in the industry. When you think about just anybody that has been doing this for a while and you have watched them over time, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing to me. Yeah, um, it is interesting. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the taste necessarily changes. Um, what I think is good and one thing is going to be good in the next thing, I think that mm -hmm. it would look differently and the choices may be different, but the overall taste, I don't know if, I mean, I suppose for some people it does. For me, I just, I delve into so many different things in which I don't mm -hmm. know that the taste necessarily changes. And what I mean by that is you've got intimate friends and then you've got roost, mm -hmm. which are so different. Um, and actually, with that, each film project, I try to find a different way of telling the story. Mm. And so that's the reason why Roost looks very, very different than uh, mm -hmm. Intimate Friends. It's not, just, I mean, people say that you have a style, and some directors do, but I even try to yep. change the style of the film according to what the, what the, subject matter or the text is right. so uh that's really that changes you know from from project to project even my look changes and hopefully my acting changes i think that alex <laughs> and if you watch alex and then well when we do it because i don't, I don't think we're putting out any of temptations but if you were fortunate enough to see my performance as Menashwa Johnson in the soap opera they're both pretty bad characters bad guys but um I think that there's a distinct difference in the performance because there would be if they were alive distinctly different characters and and that's that's um you know it's the subtleties it's the nuances that uh that change so um even my character in Intimate Friends and then uh, the PS Dialogues or the TPD Experience, uh, those are pretty cool characters, but I think they're very different. So let me ask you this. 
seeing that you do have different types of movies that are out there, what has been your favorite so far, favorite type of movie to direct or even play in? I don't, I don't know that I have the favorite is the favorite probably is the movie I'm doing right now. I don't, I don't have a favorite movie um, of mine. Uh, I think they all, you like them for different reasons. Um, It's kind of like kids. Do you really have a favorite kid? And maybe you do. Um, I know Deion Sanders says he does have favorites. I don't know that if I had children, if I would have a favorite, I just like different qualities from (laughs) different kids, right? Um, And and to me, that's the movie game. Um, And since it's hit streaming, uh, Intimate Friends is is probably probably um, more people are watching that that than than Roost, right? But it depends on. Uh, but for so long, Roost has been my top seller. It kind of depends on the 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 platform who it's reaching. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're in like True. 60, 70 countries with this with these films. Um, mm-hmm. So it right. kind of whatever resonates with them resonates with them. But for me. Um, I think they're all pretty much the, you know, they, they're all my kids. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, it was, it was great having you here. Appreciate you for being here, uh, Lauren. And, uh, yeah, check us out. And and she's showing, she's showing a little bit of skin. Uh, you want to see what that looks like, uh, in King B's intimate friends. So check that out now streaming right now on Tubi. It's time to talk some shit with King B on the King B's Raw Fusion Podcast. Brought to you by King B's Hate Love. Now streaming for free on Tubi. King B's Intimate Friends streaming now on Tubi and Plex for free. Amazing movie. I got a chance to work with some great people Rest in peace, Herb Kent. You know, this was the first movie for me. And although I'd done some other dramatic pieces, we had done soap opera, Temptations. When you launch out there to do your first film, it can be an interesting, interesting task. I don't want to just celebrate the film, although we want to celebrate the film. I want to celebrate the spirit of entrepreneurship, the spirit of getting out there and doing something the spirit of having an idea and doing what you need to do in order to make that idea happen. I wanna celebrate all the people who have an idea and decide that they're going to take the bull by the horns and do something about that idea. There are so many people out there and your friends may not understand what you're doing. Your family may not understand what you're doing, but if you're doing the right thing and you stick with it, and you work through the issues and the problems. It can be a very rewarding thing. And as long as you know what you're doing and the higher power knows what you're doing, you'll be just fine. I'm King B and this is Raw Fusion. Raw Fusion.